Welcome to the Reboot 15th Men is back. It's Jacob and Sean giving you the culture and sports talk from the generation you love to hate. So in this first episode, we're going to debut a new format, though, change it up a little bit, give you seven topics, each in seven minutes or less, so keep the conversation going. And on this episode, we talk how drive-in movies might be the future instead of the past, and of course, Bubblicious basketball and a whole lot more. So if you get the time, please rate, review, subscribe so we can get this thing back off the ground. And now it's on to 15th Men. Let's kick it. soon are you ready because christopher nolan's ready even though no one else is ready in the world christopher nolan's ready to just push everyone in a movie theater because that's the way movies are meant to be seen here's the thing about nolan here's the thing about tenant and what's going on and just movies in general with this summer yeah catch everyone up because i don't think many people in this world have thought about going to a movie theater in probably a year at this point tenant's getting pushed back absolutely no way it's happening this summer Christopher Nolan wants to be the guy to save movie theaters. That's the gimmick here. He thinks his movie, which he has the right to believe so, with his, his body of work, sure. But here's my thing on movies. Here's my take. Let's get rid of movie theaters. Let's go heavy VOD, and let's get back in the drive-ins. Let, let's just go all chips in on drive-ins. Chips in on drive-ins. Where I grew up, we had a drive-in 15 minutes on the road. You just go, I don't know, four to six times a summer. You get two movies for the price of one ticket. It's usually cheaper. Right now, drive-ins are playing like 80s movies, which is pretty cool. So why don't we just go chips in, release your movies now, VOD profits. If that movie was on VOD for four months in the summer at 20 bucks, I, I can almost like, I feel like it would do the same numbers. 20 bucks is the amount for, one, for two tickets for a movie theater. I, I would say that's probably like the median. Um, I'm sorry. The oh, mean. the low end, yeah. The mean. That's a mean. I bet that's the average. I bet that's the average because we, we live in cities, but like that's in true. Jefferson, Ohio, where, <laughs> I, where I grew up in, we don't have a movie theater. Next movie theater over Ashabula, Ohio, actually in a Bob Dylan song, oddly enough. That movie takes really Sounds cheap. Sounds like a Bob but, Dylan song. <laughs> so we have like a, a misconception of how much movie tickets are. Like in Vegas, they're like 15 bucks, but in Valpo, where I grew up, like they were like 10 bucks. So, I, so you're I think saying we're just going backwards. Instead of everybody, the streaming age, movies are completely different the way they're being seen. You're just saying, let's just go throw it back, do it how it used to be done, drive in theaters, So which why I don't wait? hate the idea. Why wait? Like Black Widow? Like nobody gives a shit about Black Widow anymore. Like they, took, <laughs> they missed the mark. The Marvel hype train, a Marvel movie hasn't released since Spider-Man last summer. The hype train's dead. You'd be surprised. Like, so I'm back in Orlando now, right? So a lot of people yeah. around here who come here, move from different places because they're obsessed with Disney to a point that even I though I grew up there, my dad worked there, used to go all the time. It was nothing to me. I don't understand people's obsession with Disney. And just because Marvel is connected to Disney, I've talked to multiple people who are like, oh, how are you killing quarantine? What are you doing for fun? Oh, I started the Marvel movies like from the beginning. It's like, what? Like you still care? So I think another time when you're talking about how we have a misconception, a twisted reality, there are some people out there who are like, I thought these came out three times a year. Where's my Marvel, Marvel movie? I need well, to go yeah, see exactly. my Marvel movie. People want the Marvel movie, but like it, it's, they've log jammed their whole series now. 
on the Marvel, that, like that, that franchise is all about phasing and timing. And now they've pushed themselves back like eight months on everything. So even when production comes back up, they're going to be way behind on releases. So why don't you release Black Widow? It's not in game. It's not a big deal. It's just Black Widow. It's a prequel. It's a prequel to Endgame. It's a sequel to Civil War. It's a weird timeline thing. It's a bunch of new characters. It's it's fine. Release Black Widow. Like, that one makes no s- – they could have dominated the summer if they were to release Black Widow. That, that one made no sense to me. Tenet, I get it. It's going to be a piece of work. It's a Nolan film. But still, Chris, I don't want to wait a year to see Tenet. It definitely seems like he's the only one who's saying – I want this in a movie theater. Like I'm sure the execs at Disney are like, let's get everybody on Disney plus like they did with Hamilton. Like they'll pay whatever. And clearly their investment strategy I is just to get it in front Hamilton. of people. I bet you watched Hamilton. No, I haven't. I don't have a Disney plus. Oh, you have Disney plus. No, Dude, I, I, I binged, uh, I binged all the clone wars and uh, star Wars rebels during this uh, quarantine. I remember Those clone are, wars. Those are dude. Clone wars is sick. Season seven of clone wars slaps it's so good i've gotten like all chips in on uh star wars this quarantine out on marvel because star wars released content for the quarantine they released a clone wars so i had to catch up to get there that could have been marvel it's true Uh, that's where i'm at what's the last movie you watched last movie i watched in general i think randomly came across uh, a list on like Rotten Tomatoes or something, of course, cause, you know, trying to find something good to watch with your parents is always a struggle. Cause I throw out something that's clearly like highly rated, like Lady Bird or something, right? Lady Bird's so good. Love so Lady good. Bird. Obviously everybody Lady says Lady Bird's so good. I was like, Oh, finally it's on Netflix. Something we don't have to pay for. Like, let's all watch it. Like right afterwards, both of my parents didn't like it. I was like, I, like give I, I give Out up. on so Lady I was like Bird? scrolling through a list. Like that was the last movie I saw, even though I'd seen it before. And I, I'm, I'm just struggling because, you know, usually movie time is with the parents. And we're probably going to watch that Tom Hanks movie on Apple TV. That'll be oh, the next come on. <laughs> I'm out on Tom Hanks. I, I've been reading conspiracies on Tom Hanks. I'm out. out That'll be Hanks. the next, next episode. We'll get into those. Speaking of conspiracy theorists and people who love to just, you know, essentially make things up, let's transfer over to the taboo topic now. Masks. Of <laughs> A little bit Where political. Up? Let's get a little political. Or as you politics. so eloquently put it, politics. Politics. Let's talk about mask culture and masks. Down the street from me, a mask store opened. That's incredible. It's they a like a full boutique. store? It's like a Halloween yeah. store, basically? It's a pop-up. It's a pop-up. It's a pop-up mask boutique. It's incredible. What a great idea. Somebody's got to like, we're still like, this is like a gold rush right now. Like, like who is going to really come in on these masks and like reap the rewards? of the mask industry. I feel like there's been a huge missed opportunity though. You would think like the brands and stuff, like Nike would be out here saying like, here's yeah, our exclusive mask? mask. Yeah. But I What's feel like that? that's not really that. Like the mask that I wear all the time, I got for free from someone's friend. Like they bought some fabric at Michael's yeah. and they're like, I like to do this for fun. Here you go. Yeah, my grandma's knitted me three masks. I've got a Batman and two Star Wars. Also yeah. about masks, when people tell you like only those certain masks work, do you believe that? No, I feel like at this point, we're just at the thing. We'll just cover your face. Like if your face yeah, so, is covered, you're doing better than the person who doesn't have their face covered. Exactly. I saw a really good picture on the internet that just summed it up. It said, if you're going to piss on somebody, yeah, but exactly. you were wearing pants and then they're wearing, like, it's perfect. Do whatever you can to cover your face. Florida, are they mandated now? You think Florida is the place where there's a mandate on anything? This state is such a mess. You're, you're right. You're right. 
um orlando yes inside things it's more of a like a a county thing or it's like the city of orlando and then it's like a like each individual store it's upon themselves to do it wow so like every store here is mandated yeah it was like huge news right like Publix, big grocery store down here finally gives in and it Mitts, so you must wear a mask to you go don't in. Explain Publix is a big grocery. <laughs> I've been to Disney. I've stopped at Publix before going to Disney. Everyone who's ever been to Disney World has stopped at Publix. That's Anyone fair. who's stayed a week in Orlando has been to a Publix to get That's groceries. That's very fair. Where shopping is a pleasure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like some places you go and there's just people who are like so defiant about it and everybody's giving them weird looks. And in the beginning oh. of Florida, like when I first got here a couple months ago, it was the opposite. It was like, I was going in, I had the mask on and people were giving me the looks. Like I was the odd one out. Now at I'm least a it's vocal, turned. Go ahead. I'm a, vo- you, you I'm a vocal, people? I'm a vocal public non-mask. If you're not wearing a mask, I vocally, like I will talk to my girlfriend and myself be heard. Like, I can't believe they're not wearing a mask. I want them <laughs> to hear me. I, I, like I'm, I'm not afraid of a non-masker first off. Like non-maskers bring the heat. Okay. You do the move that I used to do when I was, uh, like little and I hated the smell of cigarettes. I'd go by and just do like the loud. <coughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like at Silver Sevens when you couldn't come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vegas. That was the one downside of Vegas for me. It's like they're so behind the time. That was the one thing that Florida did way ahead of everyone. You can't smoke anywhere inside in Florida since I was like seven. And then I go to college in North Carolina. It's like, yeah, Bart, like this is where tobacco industry thrives. We're not getting rid of these cigarettes. What is going on? Yeah, you smoke now, right? Because of college. <laughs> you you love what do you love more, nicotine or tobacco? I just get the nicotine patches, you know? Straight yeah, the yeah, veins. You don't you've never smoked, but you just do the patches, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you do passages and lozenges, but you've never smoked. It's just it's gotta you, get that fix. Yeah, you just you wanted to get addicted to nicotine really badly. Dude, I'll never forget one time somebody, uh, a former colleague of ours had these little things and I thought it was like a tube of Mentos gum. So I asked him for one. I was like, yeah, you know, I just ate something like, can I have a piece of gum? And he laughs at me, he goes, I don't think you want one of these. And he like showed me the label and it was a nicotine lozenge. I didn't even know those were a thing. He was just popping them like candy. Yeah, dude, I've got, uh, I got, a, um, my roommate has somebody living with us for a little bit until he buys a van and he does it. He does like the pouches. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I guess I just don't understand. But if you're addicted to that, some whatever, whatever way you can get it. Hey, however you get your fix, man. That's all that matters. Is smoking our next topic? Is, is smoking next week's politics? I don't know how much more in-depth info I can give you when I've literally never smoked in my life. So These natural teases. have to do some great, research. Great natural teases. Tom Hanks next week. You don't want me going off on Tom Hanks. We'll get I think dark, we man. need it. I think we do you, need it. Do you know what I'm talking about with Hanks? No, but we're going to oh. find out next time. Yeah, we're talking some Epstein flights. Oh, no. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right sean you're in orlando how's the bubble that's where you're at right yeah so the bubble is it's so you know when you think of bubbles the main thing first thing you think of is popping them right so it seems like a weird thing for somebody to call it a bubble and make it seem like it's a, a secure place it's a campus but let me tell you this bubble this has a strong wall because i tried and tried to pop this bubble i tried to find a way in i know someone who's in the bubble right now she works for the nba She's trying to get oh, her to be like, I'll do anything. I'll, she doesn't like, she's behind the scenes, you know? 
I got you. What did and, you try uh, to get it? How did you try to get into the bubble? What was so your attempt? At first, I was texting like, are there any freelance opportunities? You know, like at least make it career-wise, like what we're trying to do, aspiring journalists, like I'll go uh-huh. cover the game. I'm in Orlando. Somebody can, I don't, doesn't have to pay me. I have lodging. I'll go in for free, whatever. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll look, I'll check. Nothing, obviously. It's like, she's super strict, super strict. My next, my next suggestion was her, there's a barbershop. Do they need somebody to help clean up the hair? Could you imagine being in that barbershop? with the NBA players just coming in and out, the things you would hear, the sources you could build. Shams would have nothing on me if I spent every day in that barber shop. You also, you, you're very, very handy with a pair of trimmers too. Just get in there, like get the sides up, start edging mm-hmm. some people up, just yep. do the sh- I'll shampoo. I'll swipe up the, sweep up the I'll hair. Shampoo. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you watch the scrimmages? I watched, so the Magic played today. So I get the, the classic, uh, local Orlando channel. So I got the magic and I watched some of it, but like, I don't know if you felt this way, but it just felt lame. No, I thought I liked it. Really? What are you talking about? I watched, um, I watched like a, a com- condensed version of the uh, Clippers uh, scrimmage. Okay, so that was probably better. Cause you cut all the dead space. Cause the dead space I- is so much louder. And all I heard was just sneaker squeaking. There's a lot, oh, lot, like of, that, lot of squeaker, 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 sneaker squeaker. squeaking, squeaker sneaking. Also, bull, bull. What's up with that MVP? Did he hit that smooth pull up three? How about that? The block, the dunk, dude. He he played small forward. What Did you see the their starting the five? Yes. They just no one was below six, at the point. No one was below six seven. It wasn't Jeremy Grant like the smallest guy. Yeah, before? yeah, he was the smallest player. Gosh, I love it. I'm in. I'm in. I hope they play the Rockets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Line up against the Rockets, small ball. Honestly, I would take the I would take the Rockets any lineup over the Nuggets. I'm I'm not a Nuggets believer at all, man. Well, neither am I, but I'm just saying that lineup against the Rockets lineup. Especially H and M skinny Jokic. (laughs) Ugh, pass. Pass skinny Jokic. I love heavy players, dude. I didn't start liking Sean Kemp until after the ninety nine lockout. So you're out on the Jokic, the transformation. Out on transformation Jokic. In on skinny Adele, out on skinny Jokic. What about 25 pounds of muscle Mobamba? Okay, can we stop with that? <laughs> For God's sake, it's impossible. It's impossible to gain 25 pounds of muscle in four months. It is impossible. Like, the internet is obsessed with this idea of gaining 20 to 25 pounds of muscle in two to three months. Guys, that cannot happen. Like, your body actually cannot do that. You could juice... He has gained 25 pounds. It is not 25 pounds of your muscle. It's water, it's fat, and it's muscle. And you're allowed to say it's fat because fat is fine to gain in his case. Yeah. It's a healthy fat. It's not 25 pounds of muscle. That blows my mind that we're doing this in 2020. How do, why do I know more about this than like national media members? Well, I feel like because, for one, you actually work out the general – not to – stereotype but i'm gonna say the general national media basketball writer doesn't do a lot of lifting in their spare time they isn't really tracking their carbs have you ever seen the spread in a media room in a press room in a press it's box? all carbs it's all <laughs> it's carbs. just it's straight all up like carbs chicken tenders dips for everything sheet you want cakes. pizza today you oh pizza today? here's a huge thing of cookies yeah so maybe that's why but i'll never forget the uh i played basketball a couple of weeks ago 
You've put 25 pounds of muscle on during the quarantine, haven't you? I think I've lost 25 pounds of anything <laughs> just from sweating outside in the heat of Florida. But I was, I, my weight fluctuated from, I ate dinner, whatever, went, I was like 165 or something, went play basketball. Wait, you weigh yourself after dinner? Yeah, I like to see how it fluctuates. Oh, this, this gets to my point of just how ridiculous tracking your weight makes sense at all. You go, I played basketball, I lost eight pounds. I ate one meal afterwards, immediately gained five of it back. So this 25 pounds of muscle I, I, I makes no sense. I think your scale is broken, boss. I think your scale is broken. Speaking of, the weather. Let's go weather. It's hot. It's so hot in Vegas. I can't do anything. I went and played basketball today. I shot around. I was out for like 35 minutes and I was done. Okay, so I, this I played- is my thing. Okay. You are like most people. You're like, my mom every day is just a constant complaint of it's so hot. It's so hot. I'm like, oh, I don't complain unless I have to do something. Okay. But see, this is my thing. If you go somewhere, the only time I've noticed the heat and like felt like this sucks is if you're dressed decently and you're going to do something. Like if it's an errand or not even an errand, like if you're going somewhere and your intention was like, I'm looking decent, like I'm going to enjoy like a dinner or something, and you end up outside and you start sweating, that's when it gets bothersome. When you go outside to like exercise, mm. like when I'm playing basketball with my friends and like they're dying, I'm just like, I don't know, this is fine. Like I came out here to sweat. Like Fuck I'm just that. It's way hotter here. It's way hotter here. Fuck that. I played one-on-one last weekend and I thought I was going to fucking die. It was so <laughs> hot. And the, Having weird, been though. in both, it, I think the summer there is actually worse. Like people always say, oh, dry heat's better. When it gets no, past no. 100, yeah, that's when just it, terrible. When it's real fuel 115, I climbed on Saturday – and it's so much cooler in the canyon than in the valley. Like Red Rock was so we were we we climbed for two hours. Yeah, it's more grueling playing one on one climb for two hours. Like we were comfortable climbing. This is not basketball weather. This is this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> I was gonna run today. I was like, oh, I'm gonna run to the gym and then I'm gonna swim at the gym. And I walked outside. I was like, I'm just gonna go play basketball. I can't. <laughs> I, I couldn't imagine running three miles. Bro, it's all day. mental. It's just all it's all in the head. No, it's not. It's, it's not like Bane. It's I'm not mental because it. in Florida, it's humid, so you can't get heat exhausted as easily. Oh, that's not in true. here. People are dying, like, heat exhausted all the time here. Whatever. Florida <laughs> sucks, Sean. Florida sucks. It's so fucking hot, man. It is – last summer, but it didn't least, feel hot. But at least in Vegas, like, you have two more months of it, and then it gets legitimately cold. Yeah, here, I, no, here it's like it's still cold? December. No, it gets perfect. It gets perfect. Yeah, yeah. I can wear pullovers. It's exactly. great. I don't have no, a I know you love quarter zips. I do. I had to buy so many t-shirts when I moved. Like uh, this summer in May, I was buying t-shirts left and right. I had no short sleeve shirts. I every day I used to wear a Columbia pullover with like a solid color like uh, undershirt. Like that was my move. It's it's a lazy look, but it's work like appropriate like any workplace. And that was my move. And then I was like, I can't wear this. And I have two pairs of shorts. I hate shorts. I hate shorts so much. Pants are Really? Cooler. I have, pants well, so pants cool. look better for sure. Yeah. But I have, I've worn pants maybe twice since I came back to Florida. I've you, you, you've, worn, you've worn pants twice ever. That's not true. I wore pants in Vegas. That was, that was when I made the transition. I was like, oh, people look better in pants. Like, let me yeah, start rocking pants. Shorts are scary. Like, I, I'm not in middle school. I don't want to wear shorts. I hate them. You out on shorts, man. Out on shorts. So my parents are in Florida right now. That sucks for them. Florida sucks. <laughs> it's just wear the least amount of clothing possible. Uh, and then it's going to rain. It, has it's it rained seven times today? Yep. 
rains every day. I figured. I figured it, it rained here like three days ago. It was incredible. I love when it rains in Vegas. It's so special. <laughs> Not here. When it, when it rains that once a month, it's so special. I love it. When it rains, it really rains, which is the weird thing. Here, yeah. When it rains, it pours and no one's going to have to drive. Hey, I sold the Mustang. Uh-huh. Car update. Sold the Mustang. What happened to the convertible? I had a lot of problems with it. I, uh, <laughs> I, I fucked Hyundai over. They gave me 10500 for it. I paid ten. Yeah. That's nice. I, got, I, have a, I have an SUV. I'm just going full. Is it a Subaru? Please tell me it's a Subaru. No, it's a Hyundai. It's a oh. Hyundai Tucson. I really wanted it to be a Subaru. You're just going all in on the climbing lifestyle. Got well, chalk, I was gonna get chalk on the steering wheel. Too much. Too expensive. The, the, the Tucson's, it was a 2018, 18,000 miles. Um, bring your girlfriend. Girlfriends are good negotiators. Gray, really? Gray, my, my girlfriend, Gray, like, oh my gosh, dude. She got me a great deal on it. Yeah, good negotiators. You're just like, this is fine. She's like, no, we're going to actually take this lower. I don't think I've ever actually negotiated for a car. The last time I bought a car, it was because somebody ran into the back of me and yeah, gave me a bunch total. of money. <laughs> gave me a bunch of money for totaling my car, even though I was just sitting at a red light. So that was fun. Dude, getting totaled is sick, actually. Like, like, I, I would, like when I was driving the Mustang, I, it needed like a $600 thing done to it. And I was like, I just want to get totaled. So <laughs> I love getting totaled. It's awesome. As it's long incredible. as it wasn't your fault, you know. And the money's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to total the car, but if somebody totals your car, like you, you, you come out whole. It's awesome. It's awesome. Well, if you come out whole, then you. Oh yeah, money. if if okay. Speaking of totals, this isn't a segue. Would you rather, Sean? Time play a little game. Everybody knows and love. No, We're no, gonna explain, sprinkle, sprinkle explain our own it, little. Explain it very in depth on how would you rather works. Really take the time to explain how would you rather works. The best part was the internet connection lagged a little bit there. So as you were explaining it, you like slowed down. So like you were really just like talking down to whoever doesn't understand would you rather. (laughs) Okay, Sean, would you rather? Ready? It's time for Would You Rather? Que prefieres? So I'm going to put a little twist, very topical first one here. Would you rather live the rest of 2020 in your room? You can't leave, but you get all the entertainment you want. Like all the movies that are supposed to be coming out, they're on your TV. All the sports come back for real. You got football, college football, all the ones that are in question are back for real. NBA's playing real games. It's not this little bubble stuff, but you can't leave your room or Everything is canceled. There's no forms of entertainment until 2021. You don't get new music. You don't get any new movies. You don't get the old movies to watch. You don't get sports. Sports are canceled until 2021, but everything else is open. So you can go do everything outside. Is COVID gone? COVID's gone. So you can do everything outside, but all the sport leagues just prematurely canceled. So till 2021. Just for us, you do that. You do that. Wait, okay. Bullshit on the you don't get old movies. What's that about? So would you rather? Those are the rules that I stipulated. Even without old movies, give it to me, dude. You know what I've been watching? I've been watching Below Deck Mediterranean. That's where my life is, and I love that show. Okay, Rochelle. That show's in a... What? Does he watch Below Deck? Yeah, that's like his go-to. Like the same thing you're doing. I didn't know that, dude, because my gray watches it. Like, dude, Below Deck's an incredible show. Like, 
Holy I've watched, shit! I watched it on a plane ride once because it was like Southwest on demand. <laughs> Below deck, Wasn't Mediterranean. Bad. Not not below deck. Below deck, Mediterranean. Captain Sandy is a leadership goat. <laughs> Best leader I've ever seen operate. I'm just going to say. LeBron could learn a thing for a learn thing or two from Captain Sandy. <laughs> Captain Sandy should write a leadership book. Like absolutely. So yes, I I would rather have everything open and give up entertainment because I would rather go to the gym than do anything else. Yeah, I think I honestly agree with you. Like, can you read? Of, yeah, reading. Oh, sure. hell yeah, give me that. The amount yeah. of things I've done outside lately and realized like, oh, why does anybody do everything, anything inside ever? Like I get yeah, AC, exactly. but you, the outside is so much better. Like I went kayaking the other day, some spring, saw some monkeys, hey, what's, what's, didn't yeah, even what's know there were that? monkeys. What's up with monkeys in Florida? We need to explore that. What, what does Florida do? Why do you guys have monkeys? So I'm, I'm, I'm paddling down the river, right? Just hear some rustling in the trees, enjoying nature. You know, there's the classic turtles and birds and gators because of Florida, of course. Saw a little manatee, that's normal, still cool. Then I look up in these trees and I see like a fur creature. I'm like, oh, is that like a cat or something? Like, what is that? I like, immediately paddle backwards, look up, and a monkey is just dead straight staring me in the eye, like a small, like picture like African baboon type. It's a macaque. Yeah, the those water type monkey. of monkeys, yeah, like cat. the grayish. Yeah, worked at a zoo. <laughs> and he's just swinging from tree to tree, and I'm like, I've lived. I'm dude, that thing from is Florida. probably so disease-ridden. Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm getting to. So apparently, these monkeys are obviously not native to Florida. I come to find out later because nothing's my, native but, to yeah, Florida. I've lived here my whole life. Like, I feel like I should have heard about monkeys. I text my friends, they're like, I didn't know we had monkeys. So where I was at, what well, used to be an amusement park, where they filmed like the old, old Tarzan. So they filmed the Tarzan. Whoever was the animal expert on the set, after this movie shooting was done, they just let the monkeys go. So then the monkeys were like part of the amusement park that was there that's now closed. So then the monkeys just basically made it enough where they've created a population there since like, I don't remember when the movie was from, like the 1940s. And now that's they've just established themselves TV. in the community. And then apparently National Geographic did like a study on them. Like, why are these monkeys here? And then also found out they have they're riddled with herpes beef. So I don't know which type of herpes that is, but don't go too close to those monkeys. Thanks. I was I was gonna face suck that monkey, so <laughs> thanks for the heads up. That's I mean, a great tidbit, man. Good. Hey, How great many research. Great research. How many beers? I don't know, half. <laughs> great research. Okay, now it's time. Music. What have you been listening to? So I'm, I feel like you're gonna you're much a very very much an old soul, so I feel like you're gonna go. That's in my Instagram something. bio. But I've been trying to listen to music that I can't wait to see them live. Whenever we get back to concerts. Oh, buddy, I'm I got like, bad news. <laughs> I'm I know, which is I'm basically just torturing myself. This is my form of uh, self-punishment for I don't even know what. But I just keep like trying to find these new artists so I get excited about them and like look up their festival sets. And it's like, oh, wow, this person's great live. Can't wait to see them in 2022 or ever again. 2030. But 2030 is going to be a big year for Bonnaroo. Two, two big names that I just have really been hooked on is Sam Fender and Jerry Cinnamon. So there's just something about like, so like a girl or a guy with a singing with a British or Scottish accent or an Irish accent and a guitar that just is like great music. I don't know what it is about huh. the Brits and the Irish. They just write really good. Like think of like all the great musicians, like most of them are from there. They make great art. They obviously make great theater. Like think about Shakespeare. Half of the actors I feel like in 
Hollywood are all Brits. Even the ones that play Americans in movies, you find you see them on like a late night show. And you're like, what? Christian Bale has a thick Welsh accent. I thought he was from New York. A thick Welsh accent? I think he's Welsh. I have no so, idea. Yeah, I've just been really digging like singer songwriter type vibes, like Brits, British dudes or Irish. That is girls. so deep. You would wear so many big sweaters and leggings if you're in high school right now. I think now. maybe that it's because is... like the weather there is so gray that they just sit inside and like they really repress their feelings, you know? So it just you would love the, the movie once. Yes, yes, the Irish yes. couple. Yes, you would love once, Sean. That's cool. I'll have to check. Johnny Cinnamon? Jerry Cinnamon. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He's super, super Scottish guy who just doesn't care at all and sings in his Scottish accent so you can't understand half the words. Oh, but... like, like how the Arctic Monkeys are the only band that sing British? Yeah, this is even <laughs> more hard like to understand every other than Alex band, Turner. Like, it's like, are they British? And... <laughs> Alex Turner's like, I oh, I'm British. Fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. I've been listening on the same note, same, same note, singer songwriter. Also COVID related, perfect wrap up, not in a good way. John <laughs> Prine. I've been listening to so much John Prine. I knew a couple of his songs before and he just popped up on one of my, like my favorite thing to do is when your playlist plays into radio on Spotify. Yes. That's the that's best, the best part about Spotify. Best way to find music. The two. Be- they just give you new artists. Their algorithm is, the is pretty solid. Best way. I, that's the like, best way I found music. And, uh, when I get to heaven came up and I was just like, holy shit, like, this is great. So I have been listening to the Tucson has been bumping a lot of John <laughs> Prine. John Prine has been my go-to this last like month. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with John Prine. No new albums really struck out to me. The Strokes album was okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the last album that, was, that I really That was like the last new album I was excited about. It's a lost about. art. Yeah, I've been listening to a decent amount of uh, – Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I like Jimmy. Dude, I like serious Jimmy Buffett songs. Like a pirate looks at like 40. pirate looks at forty. Okay, dude, a pirate look. Have you heard Jack Johnson and Dave Matthews sing it? I don't think I have. But oh, dude, you're that crying. sounds like the whitest, it's, greatest combination so of rat rock ever. Oh, it's so good. There's this Jack Johnson album I found, um, like concert, and he just brings a bunch of artists on, and like he has uh, like Eddie's there, and Jack. It, it's just oh, first name basis. You and Vetter. If you like Eddie Vedder, you usually call Eddie Vedder Eddie. And if, if people know, they know. Okay, Sean, you wouldn't get it because you live in Florida. What are you guys known for? I don't know huh? anything about Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> what would you guys know about Jimmy Buffett? Florida. You guys invented boat shoes. There's only a Margaritaville in every city. Hey, there's one here. I'm closer to a Margaritaville right now than you are. That might be true. Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that? Okay, Sean, closing thought. What do you got? Closing thought. I can't wait to hear these Tom Hanks theories. I hope you don't deface the, the greatest man in America. Continue it dark. We're going to lose a lot of we're gonna lose a lot of fans next week. Okay? It's okay. We'll get them back with some in-depth sports knowledge about this bubble basketball. You know, We'll just well, balance you it out. Ins- you can't balance it out? Nice. Gen Z, boys, we're out of here. See you next time.